0: Take
1: my you
2: yeah.
1: Greetings, Internet listeners. This is Mr. Announcer with a special extra edition of The Complacence Podcast. The original Complacents radio series finished its run in June of 1996, but there was still more Complacents to come. During the next school year, some of the Complacents cast members joined with other friends to create the WNUR Action Hour, which combined a variety of comedy sketches and recurring segments. During the run of the Action Hour, three Complacents segments aired. You might consider them the lost episodes of The Complacents. The next voice you hear is coming to you from the fall of 1996, in episode 5 of the WNUR Action Hour.
0: Ah, just another pleasant day, sitting around Creamsicle Studios, watching the recording artists and my employ do all the work by themselves.
3: Uh, Mr. Creamsicle, you have a telephone call.
0: Who is it, Fred?
3: I'm not Fred. I'm Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? It's Agnew R. Duros, and he sounds angry.
0: Jumpin' G Cosmonaut, give me the phone. Hello, Mr. Duros. Creamsicle, I've called to talk to you about the money you owe me. But 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 but, but Mr. Duros, sir, the last complacence album went gold.
4: I know how the complacents are doing, Creamsicle. I pay more attention to them than you do. Then 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 what money do I owe you? Last week you pledged money for my walkathon participation. One dollar for every mile walk. Oh, yeah,
0: I remember. How far did you walk?
4: 72,000 miles.
0: 72,000? Mamma mia! That means I owe you... $72,000,
4: Creamsicle. In one hour. Goodbye. Oh, no!
0: Hell in the hatchback! My reluctant moment of charity has backfired beyond belief. Blindy, call the boys together for an emergency meeting.
3: Uh, I'm not Blindy. I'm Bruce.
0: Fine, Bruce! Find Blindy and tell him to call the boys together for an emergency meeting!
3: ...but I could just call them together. It doesn't have to be Blindy. You're right! He probably wouldn't be able to find them. I'll do it!
0: Hey, boys! Emergency group meeting!
3: What's this all about, Mr.
4: Creamsicle? Don't you realize that we are in the middle of recording my beautiful voice?
3: On one of my songs.
4: I don't care if you are the head songwriter, Bruce. I still think you're a glory hog.
0: What's this meeting about, Creamy?
2: Have made you the Major League Super Crimebusters found Fred? Well, Fig, they're still
0: looking, but that's not the reason I called this meeting. Ah. Uh, it seems I owe Agnerado
5: $72,000. He needs it in one hour. That sounds like your problem, Creamsicle, not ours.
2: What'll well, happen if you don't have the money by then? I'm not sure. He'll, he'll get very angry, that's for certain. Will he fire you? I don't know. I hope not. If he fires you, can I be the manager? No way. Creamy goes,
4: I want to be the manager. That would ruin us. we turn into the complacent gunnaments. I wouldn't stand to see that. I should be the new manager.
3: Well, I'm certainly the most qualified. And since I don't do anything else anyway, really, I should probably take over as manager.
2: How are you qualified? You never manage nothing in your life, you robot-like freak! Maybe Blindy could do it. Do do what? Manage the complaisance. Okay, uh, the first thing I want to do as manager is to get somebody to clean up the hallway. I trip an awful lot. Hang on, everyone! I'm
0: not getting fired, so... And then,
2: then I want to do more rap songs. I like to listen to the rap.
0: Mr. Creamsicle!
2: What is it, Alanis?
0: You have a phone call. It's Agnew Arduro. Agnew Arduro's again? But it hasn't been an hour yet. Well, it's him, and for what it's worth, I have no interest in managing the complacency. Well, that's good, Alanis. I'm just so glad. I want to be the lead singer. Alanis! You know you don't sing. It doesn't matter. I've been listening to a lot of alternative rock lately, and it occurred to me that most of those singers can't sing. Why not me? I'm sure it pays much better than this stupid secretary job, please. We'll talk about it later. Hello, Mr. Duro, sir. It hasn't been an hour yet. I know that, creamsicle. This is a follow-up call. Follow-up call? Why? Well,
4: it seems that my digital Wako meter was malfunctioning. I did not walk 72,000 miles. <laughs> In reality, I walked 7.2 miles. You owe me $7.20! You have 50 minutes. Goodbye.
0: $7.20? Why, well, that's no problem. I'll just get it out of my wallet and. Oh no! My wallet's gone! So is my checkbook! And all the banks are closed! And Agnes' office is 50 minutes away! Oh no!
5: You should probably get going, Creamsicle. Agnes', Agnes office is like 50 minutes away. God,
0: does anyone have any cash
5: I could borrow? Uh, Mr. Creamsicle,
0: I changed my mind. I want to be singer. And manager.
3: The Complacence, a WNUR comedy original.
1: Here is the second WNUR Action Hour Complacence segment from episode 8. Where we can't cue tapes.
0: Boys, Now we gotta get out of here FAST! We have to be at our next venue by tomorrow morning! You mean I won't even get a chance to score with my hot teenage fans? Afraid not, Johnny. Don't worry, I'm sure there will be plenty of hot teenage girls at our show in Washington, D.C.
5: Our next show is in Washington? Well, that's just terrific. Politicians and crack dealers on every street corner. Prostitutes and weaselly corporate lobbyists in every government office. The crumbling capital of a crumbling, decadent society. Did
0: you misplace some words in that long-winded speech?
5: I said all the words I wanted to say. But did you
2: say them in the right order? Does it matter? Hey,
5: are you trying to negate me?
2: Gee, Huckleberry, no. I would never do that, Gunner. I'm glad our next show is in Washington. I've always wanted to see the Space Needle. No, fake, we're not going to that Washington. We're going to the District of Columbia. We're going to Columbia?
5: All right,
0: voluptuous Latina chicks at my
5: beck and call. No, the District of Columbia.
0: British
4: Columbia? All right, voluptuous Canadian chicks at my beck and call. Don't you kids learn anything in school? I didn't go to school, Mr. Creamsicle. I was too busy working on the farm. I did learn myself to read by looking at girly
2: magazines, however. What about you, Fig? Surely you learned some of all of this at school? We haven't gotten to any of the Columbia's in history class yet, Mr. Keensicle, and the only Washington we've gotten to is George. What grade are you in again? I don't know. The number keeps shrinking. Um, the the stuff is all uh, loaded in the bus.
3: I've been trying to tell him that for the last 15 minutes, that he was loading the opening band's equipment into an empty elevator shack.
2: Oh... I-, I figured it was just one of those, you know, <laughs> April Fool's jokes and all. Gee,
0: Jugular, look at the time! We gotta go! I bet Albert is getting pretty impatient.
5: Why would he? He's getting paid to sleep at the wheel whether he's driving or not.
2: Last time I saw him, he had a six-pack of beer next to him. Was it a six-pack of full cans or a six-pack of empty cans? Oh, I wouldn't know. I never had a drink in my life. Wah! We need to leave. Where'd let the jenny go?
5: He's courting his groupies over there. Are you 18?
0: No. Are you 18? 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 No. Are you
4: 18? No. God damn it! Arnie, are any you 19? Come
2: on, get on the bus!
3: Do you think you're Spike Lee or something?
2: What? I don't get it.
3: Nobody goes to the movies anymore.
2: You know, Gunner, I don't think I like life on the road. I miss the stability of things.
3: What stability,
2: Fig? You've been an aimless drifter all your life. Yeah, but I never found myself in the jungle married to a monkey or anything. Shut up! Oh, oops, I forgot. You big dummy!
3: And so, the complaisants bore the bus and begin their arduous trek towards our nation's capital. So, I couldn't help but notice that none of you sang any of my lyrics during tonight's set. Why didn't you? They were a real hoot. Perhaps,
5: but they weren't expressive enough of the raw emotion intrinsic to the music. Plus, they were real
3: stinky! Well, if no one's gonna sing my lyrics, then what am I being paid for?
4: To stand on the stage and do nothing! Just like- Johnny Cutter! A word, please? Bruce,
0: please excuse us.
3: Sure thing, Mr. Creamsicle.
0: Now, boys, I don't have to tell you this again. We did not hire Bruce as a replacement for Fred! The Major League Super Crime Busters are out looking for Fred. We're just trying to bring him back. We don't want to replace him. But there's a huge gap on the stage. Why not have Bruce stand there? That's not what we hired him for. Well, what the hell did you hire him for? To write crappy lyrics? I hired him to write lyrics, period. You guys may be maturing as musicians, but that doesn't mean you can play all instrumentals. Oh,
4: I can just make up the words as we go along. Anything sounds good being sung by my beautiful voice. Listening to
0: your beautiful voice sounds stops sounding good when all you sing is... Um, uh... For an entire set. Crabzicle, you're a music man. Don't tell me you've never heard a
2: scat. Hey, Fig, uh, what's up?
3: I'm not Fig. I'm Bruce.
2: Well, I was talking to Fig.
3: Fig's not here. He's up front, pestering the driver. Hmm. Are we there yet? No.
2: How long did we get there? Buzz off. Oh, well, where are we stopping for dinner? Tokyo. Where's that? Japan. Where's that? It's in Asia. How far is Asia? 93 million miles! Wow, that's farther than the sun.
3: It's on the sun. Me.
2: So how long do we get there?
3: How many fingers am I holding up? Um, three. Wrong. None. How many am I holding up? Um, seven. Wrong. None. Hey, duck.
2: Quack! Ow! Ow. Ow. Gee, I guess Albert really wanted... He wanted me behind the white line, he tossed me all the way back here, and through the plastic dividers.
3: Hours
2: later. Hey, we're in Washington, D.C. now.
3: How did you know?
2: Uh, Smell that? Uh, It's the smell of liberty and justice for all. It smells like a vinyl bus seat to me. Ah, beautiful Washington,
5: bastion of freedom. I swear, Creamy, the media have you brainwashed. What are we going to do? Play at the White House? You mean a hospital? No, the President's house.
2: Washington, D.C. is where the President lives? Why didn't anyone say that earlier? I want to meet the President. I don't think they would let us anywhere near the
5: President, Fig.
2: Especially Gunnar.
5: Although I think the Secret Service is overestimating my capacity for violence.
2: I want to be the President someday.
5: That would
3: be rather humorous.
2: You have to be 35 to do that, Fig. I could get him a fake ID. Yeah, I want to run for president.
3: No, Fig, you'd make a horrible president.
2: But why?
5: Because, because, because you're just too sweet and nice to have to put up with all those criminals in the Capitol.
2: Gee, maybe you're right. I guess I won't run for president after all. Hey, look, it's a space needle. No, Fig,
0: that's the Washington Monument.
5: Actually, it was pointing at the Jefferson Memorial. All right, everyone,
4: we're here. Get out, y'all smell. Don't ask me to help you with equipment or I'll or I'll, or I'll, punch your face.
0: You must be mistaken, Albert. This isn't the House of Blues. Uh, it's the Capitol building. But we're supposed to be playing the House of Blues? No,
4: it says I'm supposed to drive you to the House of Representatives.
5: We're playing in the House of Representatives. Smack dab in the middle of all that slime. I was certain Agnero Duros booked us at the House of Blues.
0: Let me just check the list. Hmm. Huh. Ah, I guess I was wrong. I guess I shouldn't think the House of Blue is from just reading House. Hello. Are you fellows the Complacents? Yes, I am Adrian Creamsicle, and these are the Complacents. How may we help you?
4: I'm Representative Edward
2: Mumble. I invited you fellows to play here. Are you a Republican or a Federalist? Ha <laughs> ha. Neither, son. Are you a Whig? I'm a Democrat. Oh. We must not be that far in history class.
4: Well, let me show you around the Capitol while I have my aide, Glaucoma, help you roadie with the equipment.
2: Glaucoma! No, over here.
5: Oh, hi! I'm Glaucoma!
2: Glaucoma? That's a beautiful name! Uh, what does it mean?
5: I don't know.
0: What's your name?
2: Can't you read it off my name tag?
0: Nah, I've got this really bad case of Glaucoma.
2: (laughs) Oh. Well, my name is Blindy.
0: Are you talking to a fire hydrant?
3: Not to my knowledge. Inside the Capitol Building
4: And that's pretty much it. As you can see, it's quite a humming little operation we have here in Washington. Any questions? What about all the corruption? Oh, that's a myth. Blame Hollywood for that one. That's where all the corruption is. Not here.
2: Can I meet the president?
4: Maybe later, Fig. Maybe later.
2: So, uh,
0: where are those guys supposed to play? This house is packed. There's barely any standing room. Well, that
4: stems from the fact that there are over 530 representatives from across the U.S., and the number grows every day. We come to work for nine hours a day, six days a week, 312 days a year. We even come when we're sick. Sounds like a lot of work. Oh, but it's rewarding, Adrian. The pay is meager, but there's nothing like being a public servant.
5: I was absolutely certain that you would all be just a bunch of rich, fat, white guys with red faces sitting around doing nothing and making millions. It's a
4: myth, son. Absolutely untrue. We have every minority represented in Congress, even tiny
5: minorities like superheroes, space aliens, and the French. I don't believe it. All my ideas of the Baker's basic principles of this nation have been shattered. I don't know what to think anymore.
0: Gunner! Come back here! i are crying out loud the way you kids run off! Don't worry. I'll have a friend in the FBI track him down. Say, any job openings in that there Congress?
3: Does Adrian want to become a U.S. Representative? Has Gunner become disenchanted with his views of the world? Has Blindy found love? Is Thig ignorant? Will Bros meet with a mysterious tobacco lobbyist from his past? Is Johnny Angelo horny? The answer is, you bet! On the next episode of The Complacents!
1: And here is the final WNUR Action Hour Complacents segment from episode 14.
3: Last time on The Complacents, manager Adrian Creamsicle declared to run for Congress, decided to run for Congress. Also, Rhodey Blindie found love in the form of glaucoma, a congressional aide. Meanwhile, Representative Edward Mumble destroyed Gunner's pessimistic views about political corruption. In addition, Johnny Angelo and Bruce, the head songwriter, mainly hung out in the background and played cards. Got any fours? Mmm. Go fish. Got any nines? Go fish.
4: Got any twelves? No. Do you have any cards at all?
3: No. I threw them away.
2: Hey Bruce, got any ones?
3: No. I threw all my cards away.
2: Okay. Do you have any ones? (laughs) I want to make change so I can buy some comical wooden teeth and a plastic container from the machine by the exit. Everyone,
0: I have an announcement. I noted that all of you are also busy warming up for the House of Representatives' uh, performance. Will someone wake Gunnar up? I think he's dead. Uh,
2: no, he, he's just resting.
0: Blainey, go get us some smelling salts.
2: Blainey's out with his girlfriend.
0: Who, a girl with the glaucoma?
2: Yeah, they're seeing a movie.
0: I bet they're not. Damn that blindy! We need to move the equipment. Gunner, hey
2: Gunner, you Gunner, wake up Gunner! Why did you want to tell us, Mr. Kinsikoff? I
0: wanted to announce that I'm planning to run for Congress.
2: Hey, this ain't Gunner. It's an
0: old
4: sack of potatoes dressed in his clothes. <laughs> someday, someday I'll run for Congress. Now, what in the high up are you saying about Gunner? He must have fooled us into thinking he
0: was asleep in a potato sack underneath his clothes. I know he sure fooled me. I don't have time to deal with this. Fig, you go find Gunner. Johnny, you go find Blindy. Bruce, yeah. you come with me. Wait. Johnny, you find Blindy and Gunner, and Fig and Bruce
3: come with me.
1: Uh, but...
0: No, that's hardly fair. Johnny, find Blindy, and, and Bruce, find Gunner.
3: Um, I don't believe I recall what Gunner looks like. Uh, You'll know him when you see him.
0: Everyone, go, go. You're on right in ten minutes.
3: The complacents run this way, and that, in search of their lost members.
0: Blind D! Hey, Blind D!
4: Oh, wait, he's seen a movie. Let's see, what's playing in the Capitol building? Hmm, the best of silent films. Maybe they went to that. There's also the best of footlong Frankie and backside Betty. Say, I bet they went to that.
3: Meanwhile, Bruce makes his way through the crowded Capitol building, pretending to look for Gunner. Suddenly a mysterious lurking figure steps out from the shadows. Bruce the head comedy writer. Who are you that you know me by that name? Don't tell me you don't recognize me. Care for a cigarette? Dear Lord, you're RJ Vapel Popoulus, tobacco magnet. That's right. What brings you to the District of Columbia? Forget about me. What have you been doing lately? As you may know, my products and I have fallen on hard times.
4: I wasn't able to provide proof that the people who proved that cigarettes cause cancer were psychotic homosexuals. So, why stay in Washington? I've been lurking in the shadows, coming out only to physically attack people from my past and the politicians who have thwarted me. So,
3: you're going to physically attack me now. Forgive me, Bruce the comedy writer, but it's time for you to <laughs> Oh, jeez, I'm tired. Time
4: for you to wear lead shoes, as the saying goes. Oh, step this way, Mr. President.
0: Don't worry, Mr. President. We'll take this offender out.
3: But I'm not the president. Mr. President, the assassin is restrained. He wasn't even armed. Also, I'm not the president.
1: He threatened your life, and that means we can get him.
3: Come with us, Mr. President. We'll take you to a safer area. But I'm not the president. Despite Bruce's protests, the Secret Service escort him to a safer location. Meanwhile,
4: Mr. Cream Skull, Representative Mumble, uh, how you doing? Are you boys ready to come out yet? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. But, uh, do you need us to set up the equipment?
4: Oh, uh, not at all. It's already set up here in the Capitol. We have people who do that, of course.
0: I see. Uh, how long do you want them to play for?
4: Play? Oh, I don't want them to play at all. I want them to correct, concisely answer my fellow congressmen's hard-edged questions. What? This isn't a concert? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I give you that impression? Yes. Uh, well, no. This is a hearing.
2: Um, Mr. Creamsicle, I wasn't paying any attention. What's going on?
4: You're under investigation for being communist. A communist? Kind
2: of what's it? What did he say?
4: I think that it was a manipulation of the word communist meant to express his shock.
2: Cosmonucleus.
4: Meanwhile. Funny. Blondie and his later friend weren't in either movie theater. Now, where could they be? I bet they're sneaking a quickie in this here Janitor's closet. I'll just open the door and just open and see if it's The light!
2: Oh, no, the light! Oh, never mind. The wind! The wind! The only wind in here is coming out of your face. Come on, Glaucoma, we've been caught. Oh,
4: no reason to keep a secret any longer. Glaucoma's a lot skinnier than I remember, and her hair looks a lot more like a mop, and her face looks more like one of those thingies that holds a mop onto a mop handle. I swear she was here a minute ago. Wait a minute. I hear noises in the next closet over. Wait here while I investigate.
0: Blindy, is that you?
5: I'm sorry I bumped into all these shells and knocked them over. But I'm ready for your love.
4: Why, yes. It's me, Blindy. And I'm ready to give you love. Uh, where are you? There you are.
5: Blindy, you smell different.
4: That's my
2: cologne.
5: Did you go to the bathroom recently? Uh. Did you go to that porno movie after all? Uh. Get out! I told you that disgusts me! Get out of here!
2: Fine. Glaucoma? No, I'm Johnny. I thought I heard glaucoma.
5: Blindy? You smell different again.
2: I'm sorry, I must have gone into the wrong janitor's
4: closet. Actually, I think you went into the right one. The room she went into actually turned out to be the Library of Congress. Anyway, come on, we got a musical number to perform.
3: Inside a highly secure room. You'll be safe in here, Mr. President. But I'm not the president. None of us here
5: are, Bruce. Gunner. How did you end up here? Same way you did. Malfunctioning Secret Service robots mistook me for the president and decided to protect me. I knew there had to be
3: something bad about this place. We need to find a place out.
5: Oh, won't you
0: please take me with you? I'm not the president either, just a lonely old lady.
3: Hey, I think we can wriggle through the air vents. I'm sorry, ma'am, but only Gunner and I are petite enough to fit through the air vents. You are far too fat. Uh, can you give us a boost, old lady? Well,
0: I guess so.
5: Hey, don't step on my blue hair. It took years to get it that way. Come back for me, please.
3: And in the House of Representatives... I see, <clears throat> Mr. Creamsicle, that most of your band is absent.
0: they I've uh, lost in a building somewhere, Your Honor. <clears throat> I'm here.
4: And it's a lucky thing. Uh... I'm lucky. We have received anonymous tips that the complacents are communists.
0: Who told you that?
4: One Alanis Morrison of the city of California. What?
0: She's my
2: secretary! I bet she's just mad that I didn't give her a raise this year! Communists
3: don't give raises.
2: Uh, Ah. I think Gunnar might be a communist.
3: Don't help, Big. Suddenly, the rest of the complacents run out onto the House floor.
2: Hello, House of
4: Representatives! We are The Complacents! One, two, three, four! None of our instruments are in here. How are we supposed to play without instruments?
5: They don't think we're vocal jazz, do they? Uh, boys? Hey, Creamy, when do we get paid? Very be soon. I want money. Lots of it.
3: For me. Me too. I would like to use my money to buy a large piece of land and keep it for myself. They,
5: they want money. <clears throat> they
4: like money. Hmm. We find that the complacents are not communists and that they are free to go back on tour. Do we get to play here or what? No, get
3: out.
0: Wait, I, I get my hands on a
3: That's probably what caused this in the first place. Ah! And so, the complacents pack up their stuff and get onto the bus and disappear into DC traffic. Glaucoma goes with them as Blindie's fiancé, much to Representative Mumble's dismay. What will happen next time? I don't know.
1: Back now in the present. What will happen next time? Well, the WNUR Action Hour only lasted one more episode, and what you have just heard was the last time the complacents were heard on the radio. However, there was still one more complacence project to be undertaken, and you will hear it right here very soon. So, until next time, this has been the Complacents Podcast. This is Mr. Announcer speaking.